welcome back to the Bleed Black and Gold podcast. The Boston Sports Syndicate podcast solely dedicated solely to the Boston Bruins. Michael Travers bringing it to you, and I could not be more excited. We are about a month into the season here. Oh. Oh, wait. About that. Oh. Joining oh. me, I have, I have Mr. Waba Plays, as always, and also Mr. Ryan Daly. Boys, how's it going? It's been a while since we've met. A uh, lot to catch up on, but quickly, how is everybody? I'm still in my bunker, <laughs> and I got a cold the other week. Can uh, someone explain that? Yeah, sure. You have no immune system because you're a baby, <laughs> and so even the slightest change in weather, because I don't know, it's snow. It's we got like six inches of snow, and then all of a sudden it was uh, 75 degrees out in November. We got an earthquake. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the world is crazy. <laughs> That's right, I forgot about the earthquake. If you had earthquake Took the world in more England. than the Bruins did during free agency. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, so, so that's, it's probably, honestly, it's probably allergies. You're just a sissy and it's allergies, honestly. I, I agree with everything you said. Can't, can't, can't counter it. Just back. Uh, Ryan, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. So, um, I don't even know what month it is because everything is just like in it. I don't know. We are, we said, are in November, so Thanksgiving's in like two weeks. So that's where we're at right now. Does it Veterans, even feel like Thanksgiving's coming? No, no, because it was 75 degrees and I golfed on Saturday. Like, no, right. it doesn't It doesn't feel like that at all because it was, it's been beautiful for last week. Mind you, it snow, snowed last weekend. but I, I, I literally golfed. It was a beautiful fall New England day, 65 degrees. <clears throat> two days later, there was, like you said, six inches of snow on the ground. I was yeah. like, what is happening? Yeah. Yeah, and here was like, oh, great, here we go. It's going to be a winner. We're not going to have any hockey to talk about. There's going to be hardly any basketball. The Patriots suck. There's no sports. Everything Ugh. everything sucks. Everything stinks. And then all of a sudden it's 75 degrees, and it's amazing, and it's been gorgeous for the last week. It's all going to end soon anyway, but it doesn't matter. Um, it's supposed to snow next week. Yeah, yeah, so crazy, <laughs> crazy world. Crazy stuff. Um, anyway, let's – so the last – so it's been – I feel like it's been months since we've met, and it possibly could – we could be into two months, possibly. So one, uh, um, it was August. Oh, so we're so it's been like five months. We're we're terrible. <laughs> uh, we're the worst podcast in the history of the world if we haven't met since August. I don't know if that's true. I thought that's what the the, the Skype uh, log I'm said. Check right now. All right. Well, okay. So it's, so we're the worst. Uh, we're supposed to be every, <laughs> we're supposed to be every four weeks, and here we are. But anyway, the last time we met, the Bruins were still in the playoffs. I believe they were just about to. Start the Tampa start Get the eliminated. Tampa <laughs> <laughs> they were packing their bags out of the bubble, and no, and and, and so obviously lots happened. That we crowned a Stanley Cup champion. We hit free agency. The draft happened, um, and yet I honestly feel like nothing has happened. Now I know nothing. that's not that's not that's not exactly true. And I don't even just mean the Bruins. Like I feel like almost like league wide. Like for some reason, and this could be why we're now in November and we haven't met since August, if that's true. Is I just don't. I like it. Just doesn't feel like hockey season. Like it, it, we're in hockey. We're a month. We'd be a month into the season right now, and it just does not feel that way. They ever they took their time off and they came back, and I was like everyone was ready to go, and then the Bruins farted in the second round, and nobody cared. And it's like. First of all, did any, did you guys watch the Stanley Cup playoffs after the Bruins got eliminated? 
No, why would I watch that nonsense? Did you watch the Stanley Cup playoffs while the Bruins were in it? I guess is a better question. I, I, I did, and I, it's like a typical New England fan. As soon as the Bruins were out, I was like, this season isn't real. <laughs> I'm like, there's a giant asterisk. However, if the Bruins won, valid. Mm. But, mm. uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm totally a, uh, a bandwagon person on that. Ryan, did you watch the, the end of the, the conclusion of the Stanley Cup playoffs? Of course I did. <laughs> so I, so I'm usually like you. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm gonna watch. I don't care if it's, I don't care if it's two southern warm state teams in Dallas and Tampa Bay. I don't care. I'm gonna watch it. What do I care? This year, no, pretty much checked out. One of my good buddies is a huge Dallas Stars fan. Still didn't really, didn't watch. I don't think I watched a single second of the finals, and that's bad for me. For me, I mean, I, I had it on. It was more like background noise than anything but i still like watched it but i mean honestly with without hockey i don't think i've actually watched tv other than like red zone on sundays i've watched more football this year than anything else and i feel like that's partially because football to me feels like it's the closest to being real like right and, and i understand there's no fans in a lot of the stadiums and i understand like i understand that but like while the nhl did a good job while in the bubble I still felt just felt like it wasn't real. Like it did, like those three hilariously huge jumbotrons, like the screens where it showed like the players' faces as they were skating, and then the NBA with the with the fake people and the and the on oh. the jumbotrons and still playing chants. And the NBA is a little different because it's music, so the crowd noise isn't a big thing. And then baseball was not real either. And I don't know, it just it just doesn't feel like a, a ton has happened. I think part of it is, frankly, like, everything I was ready to get excited about <laughs> for hockey, especially the Bruins, uh, nothing happened. So I was like, oh, look at all these big free agents. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. They're going to go get Hall, obviously. And then it's like every other free agent who was, like, the big name. I was like, oh, obviously they're going to get them. Well, Wawa's And gonna, then they didn't. Wawa can start, us, can start us off into one of the first topics, which is free agency. And I feel like with the Bruins – so. Let me backtrack. I feel like with the Patriots, it's always like if there's a big name linked to the Patriots, they're coming to the Patriots. Like Randy Moss, huge name. Guess what? He ended up on the Patriots. Antonio Brown, guess what? Huge name. Guess what? Ended up on the Patriots. The Red Sox, if there's a big name, chances are they're coming to the Red Sox. The New England Revol horrible example. The uh, Boston <laughs> Who Celt- are the, they? Bo- the Boston Celtics lately, if there's a major name, Gordon Hayward's coming to the Boston Celtics. Guess what happens? They're coming to the Boston Celtics. The Boston Bruins, I feel like, are the complete opposite. And I don't know if it's the fan base. I don't know if it's the if it's ownership. I don't know if it's Sweeney. I don't know. I don't know who it is. But I feel as though every big name that is in the NHL, if they're rumored to be traded, the Bruins. I don't know if it's nationally or did I just listen to too many local people. I'm on Twitter too much. That could be it. But it feels like. Every time they're linked to that big name player, Taylor Hall, Alex Petrangelo, OEL, OEL was Lashley. huge. It was like them in Vancouver, and then he didn't go anywhere. Oliver, like Ekman okay, a per- yeah, perfect example. It's like he, they're in so on all dumb. these players. They're in on all these players, and then you know what happens? Nothing. Nothing. Every goalie in the NHL did a, a, a switcheroo. Like Markstrom's going somewhere, Holpe going somewhere else, and like what? I, no, this isn't a Tuka take. I'm just like. Why don't we do anything? And then we get, uh, I don't even know, his, is it Mike or Craig Smith? It's so generic. Craig, Mike Smith Craig is the Smith. goalie. Craig Smith is the player. <laughs> My, Craig Smith is 
I, I'm sure he's a great guy, great player. His name is like the when you start a new player in NHL 21. That's like the default name. Um, that was like our big pickup. Cool beans. And then we like resigned. Like we don't even have like is DeBrusque even signed it? Like what, what's happening with Char? We we let crew we let crew go. I'm so sad. And Krug is gone, and I have to look at him on the blues. And thank God I wanted Petrangelo. Not because I thought it would be a good fit, because I wanted him to feel what I felt. <laughs> that's that's free agency, just Spain without the S. That's that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's the most that's the most excited I think he's gotten thus far on the show, and it's I love it. Keep it going. Keep the energy going. Cause I'm, it's because I'm it's because I'm my, my disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined. But here's the problem though, you're getting that worked up about Tory Krug. Like what? Tory Krug? He, That's you're Tory Krug was up. Tory Krug was not coming back to the Bruins. That was written in the in the sand back in March of last year. Like which felt like last year, which was actually still this year. I mean, it was it was like two months ago, not even two months ago. It was like <laughs> it was like three weeks ago. Yeah, like, uh, weren't even that far off. He just didn't want to be here, and it makes no. They could have given him more money, and they didn't want to, and then they replaced him with they, no one. They I could will, not give him money. I'll get to Tory. We'll get to the Tory Krug contract because I am the Tory Krug. So. I'll wait. I'll wait. Give me <laughs> Ryan. Give me your give me your thoughts on on the Bruins being in on players, and then it ends ultimately. I mean, I mean, perfect example. Taylor Hall is coming to the Boston Bruins. He will be a Boston Bruin. Left handed shot. David Krejci is going to tear it up with Taylor Hall. It is going to be crazy. Craig Smith. Perfect example of what the Bruins do, and it feels like it's like that every single year. Your thoughts? So, I, I don't know if I just how much more of a like and analysis nerd but like I, i've dug deep into um like the bruins salary cap quite a bit on my stream over at twitch.tv big country 7914 shameless plug um but like the bruins didn't have the money to sign taylor hall so when taylor hall was linked to the bruins i knew he wasn't coming here hey look where he went he went to buffalo for one year for eight million you know why he went to buffalo because just buffalo so that way he sucks he can play with Jack Eichel. He can pad his stats and go somewhere and get more money than what he is. How'd that work right out now. for Jeff Skinner? Yeah. Well, actually, I guess didn't. he got. I guess he got paid in Buffalo. He got so paid, but he's different. still he's drowning in Buffalo. I mean, it's just Buffalo's just like the place where people just like people get overpaid. I mean, I think Taylor Hall's worth eight million dollars. I really do. But Buffalo, like, why would you want to go to Buffalo? It just shows to me. It shows the kind of player you are. If you're gonna... He went from one crap bag team to another crap bag team. Okay, and let me let me ask you guys something right now. So Taylor Hall was drafted the same year as Taylor Sagan. Tyler, Tyler Sagan. Sagan. Uh, so he started in Edmonton, mm-hmm. then went from Edmonton to New Jersey, then New Jersey to Arizona. Now Arizona to Buffalo. He's been on four teams in what six, seven years, eight years. He's been in the league. Mm-hmm. What is that saying about the player? I think, I think it's been longer than that. Oh, maybe ten years. I think it's been longer than that because because oh, Sagan was here in eleven, right? And I think that, that was his that was his, that was rookie, rookie year. year. So, so they, my, they must have got drafted. So it's been about ten years. Yeah, about ten okay. years. So he he's blasted on a team what for two years, three years, and then he moves. So. I don't blame him for leaving it, or I don't. I don't fault him for getting out of Edmonton because at the time, 
Edmonton was a trash bag, and they were horrible, and then they just ended up with a better player in Dreisaitl and McDavid. So, but at the time, those guys weren't there. I don't think maybe. No, Dreisaitl he was. He was, was playing with. Really? He was playing with McDavid. Yeah, but McDavid. I don't McDavid know if was was a, McDavid was a rookie, though. I want right. to say, and he was. Right. He's not in the prime. You knew he now. was gonna be McDavid, but he wasn't quite McDavid, if that makes right. sense. And. I just feel like it, it, it. Honestly, I don't know if it's his fault or what, but it just feels like everywhere he goes, they're trying to make him the guy. Like he was, he was the guy in Edmonton. When he went to New Jersey, he tried to become the guy. It was him and PK Subban, another one who falls into the same category. Can't be the guy. Arizona needed a guy like that guy, and he just wasn't that guy. Maybe in Buffalo with Jack Eichel, he doesn't have to be that guy. Maybe it'll work out a little bit better. He should be, as a former number one overall pick, he should be that guy. But Correct. it almost feels like he's not—he's—he's he's just not that player. He's not the—he's not the slap the C on his chest and get him out there and 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 lead the team. He doesn't—he doesn't appear to be that type of player. So maybe playing with Jack Eichel that'll—it'll help him. But it, I don't know. I—I I don't know. I, I don't know about the, the what you're saying. I get what you're saying as the player, and that's what I think it is. Is maybe he's just not the not reliable enough not a leader to be i think he's a hell of a player but he might just not be he might not be a locker room guy i mean he's a, he's a good player i think when he's happy as soon as things aren't going into his favor i feel like he just turns it off what you've seen in new jersey you saw it at the end of the you started in the arizona during the playoffs or the the play-in rounds did he seem at all? I don't know if you guys watch any of the Coyotes games at all, but did he seem like engaged at all when he was out there playing? Like that's that's someone who I feel like will quit on the team before the team is yeah, done. You could be right. You do you know? Right. So here's my question: Do you want that in Boston? Do that's you want great. a player like that? I don't think a player like that would serve, would last in Boston. So he'd either have to change his ways or he'd be out anyway. And and I think exactly. the leadership in the locker room and 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 create like I don't. I don't think Marchand will let him be that type of player. And Bergeron will let him be that type of player. And Pasternak will mm, – no, Pasternak would. But but, but uh, Bergeron and, and Marchand, I don't think they would let someone be that – oh, no, wait, they let Tuka Rask, so I guess maybe they do. But that's a diff- I guess that's a different story for a different day. But I, I don't know. I, I just feel like, I feel like the leadership is better in Boston than it would be in Arizona. Like it's a good point would... about the, the the fan base and the media, though, too. That's like huge issue here with athletes. And if he's not used to that from all these like meh teams, yeah, he but... might have a big issue. Yeah, but I, the the fan base in Buffalo is pretty diehard. It's not here, but nowhere's here. In my, I mean, maybe New York, but other than that, nowhere's really here. Not for hockey, anyway. I mean, Montreal is here for hockey. That's what it would be like. But Buffalo's pretty. They love their hockey. It's cold. It's cold eleven months out of the year up there, and <laughs> they they love their hockey up there. Beautiful. I went I went to that arena too when it first opened, and I was twenty one, so ten years ago, probably about the same time Taylor Hall got drafted. And a beautiful, beautiful arena. Oh, gorgeous, gorgeous. Cold as heck, but gorgeous up there. The arena, not the the town sucks, but the <laughs> arena is nice. <laughs> but um. Let's talk Tory Krug because this is this is well, brutal. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Before we get into Tory Krug, let's talk about Craig Smith or Mike Smith as Wob likes oh, to call oh, him because yeah, he Smith. just <laughs> no. he just looked at. Okay. All right. Fine. All right. So what? 
let me have honest question. I mean, maybe you might know a little more, Trav, than Waba, but what did you guys know about Charlie Coyle before he came to the Bruins? Uh, he's from Weymouth. Weymouth. Okay, you didn't know how good of a player. No, 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 no. I, no, no, no. I, I, I mean, I knew who Charlie Coyle was. I knew he was a he was a good player. He was a depth piece in in, in Minnesota, and he, I mean, okay, go ahead. I, I know what point you're getting to, but go ahead. That's that's Craig Smith. Craig Smith coming to the Bruins, which is what I'm liking. What Sweeney's doing by getting Kasha and now getting Craig Smith. Craig Smith, if he was on the Bruins last year, would be second on the team with shots, right behind Pasta. Which is what we need. We need players to shoot, especially going that third line with Coyle. I think Coyle and Smith are gonna complement each other so well. You put like Anders Bjork on that other wing. I think you have three solid lines now. The only problem, the yes and no, but the the only my yes is I 100% agree. They need a shooter. They need guys who can shoot. My no is you're getting the same player over and over and over and over. And if it had worked, Kasha was meh. I would say injuries, meh, I guess. So now you're going to have Kasha and Craig Smith fight for that second line. Kasha and Craig Smith, perfect third line right wings. Perfect. Excellent. But now one of them has to jump up to the second line. Not as perfect. Charlie Coyle, same type of player, Craig Smith. Problem is you can't put him with speed because what are you going to do? You put Anders Bjork on that line, Bjork's going to be 20 steps ahead of them. Coyle's good. Coyle's a great player. It's a little slow. Great player. Craig Smith, big player, big body they're, they're literally the same. They're like carbon copies of each other. And I would argue Kasha's even like that, too. He's probably even bigger. I think he's like 6'4". He's a big like he's he's a big dude. But that would be my concern, is you're getting the exact same type of player. You're getting a bunch of third-line guys, and at some point, you run out of room on the third line, and then they have to play the second line. And that's where you run into trouble. I would rather have seen them get a legitimate second line top six forward that's i mean it doesn't i would have i would have been fine with a a first line caliber player that just can't be on the first line on this team i would have rather seen a top six forward not a fringe top nine guy you know like you know what i'm saying like it just no i I, I know what you're saying but who who out there that you could have got for a second line winger Who's, I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't have. I don't have a list of names in front of me, and and I'm sure there were players who changed teams, and I came. Into, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but didn't. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know who the correct answer was, but I feel like there were better options than Craig Smith. Like it. Like like Craig Smith to me is like it's like when you traded. It, like you said when you when they traded for Charlie Coyle, you're like who? Unless you knew he was from Weymouth, then you're like who? And that's what I feel like Craig Smith was to a lot of people was who? I don't think it's bad though. After, after looking like after seeing it and being like, okay, the dude just shoots, like he's definitely going to create opportunities. It's just, I don't mind the signing. I think they got him for good money, but it's like, there were so many like sexier names out there and we got, and I'm not making fun of his name this time. We got Smith, which (laughs) fine, but like, I don't know. I just, I, I felt like whelmed. I'm, you know, underwhelmed, I think, is too much. But I was, you know, I just wanted to listen, overwhelmed, but just whelmed. Yeah, I, I don't hate, I don't hate the signing either. I don't, like, I don't, I don't think it was a, I don't think it was a bad, I'm trying to look up free agents is what I'm trying to do. Here we go. I don't think it was a bad signing. I just, I just think that it's, like, you already have one. You already have that player, you know? Tyler, Tyler, Tyler like Toffoli. Tyler Toffoli, Evgeny Dadanoff. Oh, so Toffoli was it? Dadanoff, oh Taylor my God. Hall, 
Uh, now we're getting into more of the same players like Jesper Fast and Nish, Nish, why can't I say his name? Nishushkin. I know how to say the name. I just can't at this exact moment. I'm, I'm being stupid. Uh, Wayne Simmons. Uh, Toffoli would have been sick. Toffoli, yeah. Toffoli. I get, there's not a ton of great names here. They're they're they're, they're really. Oh, Alex Galchenyuk. Ooh. But you got to remember, center, but there was there's a, like a million for, though, right? There was a chance for Toffoli to come to the Bruins prior. I think Toffoli just doesn't want to come to Boston. I mean, you okay. can't force a player to come to to a city. Like, no, 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 no. Of course, and he doesn't want to come. He doesn't want to come. Like I, I understand that. I just, I don't know. I feel like that there were there were even assets that that you could have you could have uh, you could have signed, you could have traded for, you could have Mike Hoffman. That's not a bad name, right there. He's still, he I mean, he's yet? still out there. No, yeah. he's still. Oh, maybe agent. we get him. No, Mike Hoffman's a good name. Um, Too I mean, much baggage with Hoffman, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why he's not signed. I mean, there's. I'm, just, I'm. I'm going through the names. There's a ton. Right. Of, there's a ton of names on here, and it's. It's a lot of the same. It's a lot of the same thing that you've got, which also tells me that you could have got it for maybe a little bit cheaper. Which gets me to Tory Krug, which is where I wanted. To, which is where I wanted to start because it puts me in a hell of a spot, a spot that I'm very, very rarely in. You know when you you have a take and you stick to your take and you say this is how I feel about something, and then everything comes to fruition, and you say, this is perfect, this is what's going to happen, this is why they did it, and then they don't do it, and you're take-cornered, I believe is the term. That's me with this Tory Krug situation. Because I said two things with Tory Krug. I said, one, probably not worth that contract. Like, it's it's big money. You could have you, you have done it if you really, really wanted to. And if he really, really wanted to, by the way, he would have stayed here because I think it was an extra year and, what, like $3 million more from what you I offered? Think, I don't think it was even that much. <laughs> I want to say... It was, I think the money was similar. It was just an extra year. year. He got the yeah. extra year. So if he really wanted to be here, you could have... You definitely could have done it. And I said, okay, not a big deal. Now let's see what they do with that money because they have two players that are the exact same style of player. Matt Grizzlick, Tory Krug. Basically the same player. Undersized offensive defenseman. Krug's probably better. Krug's definitely better. But still, you essentially have the same player. So let's see what they do with this Krug money. If they if they take the money that they paid Krug and then they give it to another defenseman or a better forward. I'm great. If they don't, then I'm going to be a little upset. And what did they do? Craig Smith and Matt Grizzlick is what they yeah. gave that money to. Yes. That is what pisses me off about the Tory Krug deal. Not the fact that Tory Krug left, and I'm not going to scream because he's in the he's in the St. Louis Blues uniform. That doesn't bother me, because because I I, I don't I don't I don't feel as strongly as you do clearly, Waba, about Tory Krug. But the fact that they turned around and put that money into Craig Smith. And Matt Grizzlick. Is Matt Grizzlick not the not the most overpaid defenseman in the league right now? I feel like <laughs> was did it? he really get that much? I don't think he I got don't that dislike much. Him, it was like three though. and a half. It was like, it was three. It was in the three. There's a three at the beginning of that contract. Am I correct? Three two five three one five three three and a half something oh, like that. And then Craig Smith got what three three and a half something like that. That's your six and a half that you were going to pay Tory Krug that you decided not to. So it's not the fact that they didn't sign Tory Krug; it's the fact that they did nothing with the money. Matt Grizzlick for three? What is it? Someone, I see you both looking at like three point seven. Three yeah. points for Matt Grizzlick? That's an absolute 
Travis, that's a joke. That is well, an absolute. Six eight seven. If you're getting technical, that almost makes it worse. I don't know how, <laughs> but it makes it worse. Okay, three. The fact that there's a three in there, three, and then what did Craig? So he makes more than Craig Smith. He, he made one point four last year. Just he got a, he tripled his salary overnight, and you and, and, and that's what you decided to do with the money. All right, uh, Craig Smith made three. Is making three point one. So Matt Grizzlick is more valuable than Craig Smith, according to that. Well, Craig I Smith like... made four, four and a quarter last year, so we got him on a deal. Here, oh yeah, what a what a <laughs> what a bargain! No, you you know what? Like you know why you like Matt Grizzlick? He's a Boston guy. He's a Boston guy oh. from Trump Chelmsford or something like that. He like he's a boss Chelsea. He's a Boston guy, but. You like Matt Grizzlick when he's paid one million dollars a year, one point five million dollars a year. I no longer like Matt Grizzlick at three and a half, three seven five or three eight, whatever the hell it is. I no longer like Matt Grizzlick. That's worse. Tory Krug at six and a half is a better deal than Matt Grizzlick at three three point six eight seven. That's an absolute. Joke. That's a Peter Shirelli esque deal right there. I love my players. I'm gonna play, except for the top picks. I hate my top picks. I hate Tyler Sagan. I hate Dougie Hamilton. That's why I'm gonna trade them. But I love crap like Chris Kelly. I love my own players. Let's give Matt Grizzlick three point six. What? You have to be kidding me. Still got Nick Ritchie though. Thank God. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> God, I fucking they just, they just cut him. Whoa! Just oh. cut him. You you oh, can bleep that thank out. Goodness. Thank goodness, just Nick cut him. Like just but, cut him. Like that's what that's what irritated me about the Tory Krug thing is 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 the 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 allocated funds after the fact, and it just uh, I would have rather seen you triple Blades' salary for the year than Matt Grizzlick's. Like that's that is that that that's putrid, putrid. I'm looking at some of the stuff, and I was thinking like they were going to. So we still don't have DeBrusque. We still don't have Char, which I'm sure people have their thoughts on that. But like I'm looking like so you have Richie. And like so, we did the Bacchus thing, and we probably could have done a Bacchus thing for like John Moore, who's seventh defenseman, and I, he's probably top, you know, six right now, um, because we have nobody. And then you have Nick Ritchie. You just have these players that just aren't effective here, and they're, I mean, Moore's like two and three quarters. Like that's a have to until for the next three years. Yeah. Like, whoops. Whoops on that signing. Yeah, John Moore's. Yeah. Whoops. Nice player when he was in the, when he was with the Devils, but whoops. Yeah, and it's just like I, I was hoping they would get creative. And again, like you said, like you know, we have like the Krug money. I, as much as I hate that, if they did something like they pulled in OEL, they pulled in well, OEL's kind of. I, I didn't love that deal, but like they got Petrangelo or something, but they got nothing. And here we are with, uh, like McAvoy, Grizzly, Carlo, Moore, Clifton, and Lozon. And that's John, we're not uh, ready for next year. You forgot John. Kevin, you forgot Kevin Miller, who also hell yeah. Signed. Oh, sorry, he was under IR on what I'm looking at. Oh, Bring back oh, Kevin. Oh, Miller. He's, oh, he's already hurt. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I, I like I like Kevin Miller, but I'm looking and he says he's 32 and what, what he's at 1.25. Yeah, that's that's Grizzly money right there. That is like again, again. I love Kevin Miller on what is the league minimum? 750. Give me five fights from him, and it's a good contract. Seven hundred fifty k is league minimum, I think, somewhere in that range. Like that's that's why I love Kevin Miller. Like that's 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 prime time Kevin Miller, and one point two five is prime time Matt Grizzlick. 
it almost like it almost feels like Sweeney like fell asleep and and his his like one of his kids did the deal and it was like and, and was and 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 he or he thought it was somebody else like somebody else came to him said I wanted a rate like even Chara at that money I'd be like okay fine whatever great don't want him to come back because I want to get Berger on the sea. But oh. that's a different that's a different story for a different day, or just a later story for a later segment. But like it's like it's like he thought, oh 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 Chara, yeah sure, yeah oh yeah three three point six, yeah no problem. Click, honey, I did such a good job, I got Chara back. Oh, it was Matt Grizzlick. Damn it, crap. Like it's it's a joke, joke. I can't Uh-oh. be the only one who feels this way. I can't. Yeah. We're so screwed when it comes to defenders, like in terms of I'm just, this. I don't look at these cap sites in a while. I've been playing a lot of franchise mode, so I'm pretty much an expert. Uh, <laughs> Carlo's at so if, we, if we're gonna pay uh, what's his name uh, Grizz like three almost three point seven, and Carlo, who I think is way better. Um, I actually I love Carlo. I think hot take. I think he's better than McAvoy. Um, even though it's not true, I still think defensive, that defensive. We're gonna have to pay him so much. Next year, if we give McAvoy 4.9, he's like, God knows. And then we have all these like, you know, poor contracts. Like, I don't know what we're gonna do. I don't know what we're gonna do. And it's yeah, I don't think scary. I don't know if Carlo gets more than 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 McAvoy does. And not he doesn't get I don't more. Think he's better, but I just don't think because McAvoy is the sexier choice. Like, well, he, McAvoy's he, he's first more, line. Yeah, he's, well, he's, he's on the same side. So he's second. So he'll probably get like three and a half to four, I would think. Yeah. If Grizzly's getting three, he's making more than Grizzly. <laughs> Yeah, you better hope so. But he's he's not from Boston, kid. So he doesn't get he doesn't like it's supposed to be hometown discount, not not hometown what would be the opposite of a discount? Surcharge. It would, it's not like a hometown surcharge, <laughs> it's a hometown discount. Like why is Coyle making five and a quarter until twenty six? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but Coyle uh, that's not a good deal either. That's really not a good deal either. But at least Coyle can contribute that's not a yeah, good but you deal. got a lot of money coming off the books next year. You do, you do, but still, how many years on that term for Grizzlick? Three, uh, one, four, four. Oh my god, four I'm gonna bang my head against the wall now. Just so we're just so we're confirming, it's it's not four years at three million, right? It's three million per. Uh, they got this as AAV is three point six. <laughs> so next year is two. Two and a quarter, and then the following is like four million. Yeah, that's brutal. That's I mean, I mean, that's 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 real. Like that's like that's just what he gets paid. The AAV is really what matters. I don't I don't care if you give the guy twenty bucks this year and and give him give him seven million next year. That part doesn't matter to me. You know, all that matters is the annual value. But that's so bad. That is so 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 bad. So I think this is like why we're kind of lukewarm on everything. It's because like you look at stuff like this and like other teams making signings, and it's like I want that. And doesn't doesn't that also tell you that the young guys just aren't really ready? Correct me if I'm wrong. Vakaninen and Lozon are both left-handed shots. Correct me if I'm um, wrong. Lozon Lozon's a right D man. Uh, Isn't Lozon coming up? Is that, I thought, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he right. should be. He should be. So okay, so he's a right hand shot, but Vakanainen, I believe, is Vakanainen is a lefty. Shot. So is yeah. that tell, does that tell you he's not really ready yet? Because you got to assume Char's got to be back at this point. He, look, he, like I, I, I don't, I, I, I feel like he's he's all, he he almost has to be back at this point because if he had somewhere else to be, somewhere else to go, he'd be there. All right, so I'll I'll drop this knowledge now. So what I heard was Chara has an agreement with Sweeney. 
says, when you're done making your moves, I will sign for the league minimum. So what I'm thinking is because Chara hasn't – so once you see Chara get signed, Sweeney's done making moves for the year or until, like, the trade deadline. So what I'm seeing right now is there's still stuff Sweeney's working on. League, wait, wait, wait. He'll sign for the league minimum? Yeah. So why doesn't he just sign for the league minimum now? Like, why does he wait? Well, I mean, I think I think it's more of a – if there's, like, Sweeney has, like, 1.5 left, he'll oh, – so he'll take get, what's left to the cap. Yeah. Oh, oh so, okay, okay, okay. Got it, got it, got it, got it. That, that I hope he comes back. I mean, he's excellent on the penalty kill at the very least. I mean, use him as a second or third line guy. Like, I think he – even though he's, like – people say he's old, slow, whatever. Like, he's an athlete. Like, this dude – I, he's still got some life left in him, I think. Char- Char's coming back. I mean, it's unless like there's something drastic that changes that he decides to retire. If he was going to retire, he'd already retire by now. You I know, Char is like grabbing his twin daughters and f-ing running the hills of Jesus. Belmont. <laughs> <laughs> Get that bleep button working. Jesus, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> find a new sensor so it can be, so it can be creative and and not be the same right. one every single time. <laughs> um, I, I, I do think Char's coming back, and the only, the only, I mean, if that's the case and he has an agreement worked out where he'll take league minimum or whatever's left of the cap, assuming it's not, I don't know, eight million or whatever. Kind of respect the move on his part, honestly. There's, like, only, there's only six point six left in the cap, so he'll probably take all that, and then I'm gonna regret <laughs> saying all of this. But right. but but if that's if that's the case and that's what he's doing and he's gonna take a million million five, okay, you know what I I I, res- I actually respect that because I've been waiting for the day for Char. I've been I've been waiting and I was gonna order him a taxi to the airport for him to leave. So and 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 I would be driving the taxi wearing my Bergeron jersey with a C on the on the chest because I've been waiting for the day for Bergeron to be the captain of this this team. But if Char does something like that, he's obviously still going to be the captain. And integrity move. Well, do you think that he gives up this league? No. No. No, means too much. I think I think I think the 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 symbol means too much to a player of his stature, caliber. It's literally written into his contract. Really? Correct. Correct. If he's if he there's two things in it. There was he's on, he's contract right. It was if he was on the Bruins, he had to be the captain. If he got traded to an Eastern Conference team, he had to be a captain on the team. I don't know if it was the captain, but a captain. He had to be part of the leadership captaincy group in that thing, which was kind of a way to keep him out of the Eastern Conference. Which is weird that it was it was something like that. I don't know if that's exactly correct because I don't have time to read a contract, but. It was something similar similar to that, where if he went anywhere else, he would have had to be a captain as well. But I, I think he comes back, and, and honestly, I, whatever. I, like, I, don't, I don't even care at this point if if, if Char is on the on the ice or not, because he's not gonna he's not the Char of old. He's not gonna log twenty five minutes. That's just not that's not it's not what he's gonna do. Now that's got to be Grizzly. If you ask me, you're gonna pay that man. That man better be out. He better be first shifting out there and and penalty kill. Oh wait, he's five foot two. How the heck is he gonna be on the penalty kill? Like this. is... I hate it, hate it, hate it. I mean, hate you'll it. you'll still see your your Chara and Carlo as your probably one pair, and then Luzon and Clifton as your two pair on the PK. I mean, you're not really going to use McAvoy and Grizzly as your penalty killers. You you got them more to quarterback your power plays. Yeah, yeah, but I'd still and that that's great at one point five again. But now you're creeping. I mean, you're not. 
you're not Seven, you're not Petrangelo, you're not P.K. Subban, you're not, you know, Roman Yossi, but you're you're a mid-level player now. you got to be on that second that second PK unit. Kill that power play. I mean, yeah. kill that penalty. Don't don't kill that power play, please. Kill that penalty. <laughs> and 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 you got a quarter. You got to be. You, you have to. You also have to be on the on the power play. Like that's 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 a given. Which he should be, but that's that's also a given. But I guess I, I don't know. I guess it, it, Waba put it correctly. He's whelmed, and that's a perfect yeah. way to put what what this offseason has been. It's just like. I think they're banking on the, the AHL. I'm looking at some of the names. Like again, I'm not an AHL expert, but just some of the names that like have been seen. I mean, you got a uh, what's it, Stud Stadnika, who had some uh, playoff time. You have Trent Frederick, who's supposed to be like, you know, good. Uh, it's supposed to be kind of like the next fourth liner. Yeah, but I yeah. I, I think Stadnika is going to be legit. Like yeah. he's supposed to be the truth. Then you got he Coleman, is. and then you got Bakkenin, and Dinsaborl just got signed or whatever. Like they're, I don't know if he's good, but I think they're looking to lean on him and hope that it works out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is fine. I mean, you know, who know, you know, who knows, you know, what can happen with some of them once they see like real action. So I think they, I mean, I think they have some pieces they can move up, and it's worked out like well. I think they have a really good like AHL system, so maybe Zabor? that's the plan. Zaboro's got to be. He must have signed his second contract, right? Yeah, he's only at seven, uh, seven, seven hundred. Yeah, league, league minimum. But but would yeah. he have? He he. Oops, I pulled out my headphones. He was part of. I'm back. He was part of that. Uh, Debrusque, Debrusque, and wasn't he part? He was in that. Yeah, that class. Debrusque, Zaboro, and um, Shishkinin. He was part of that, so he must be coming. He must be coming up on his. He must be part of Senishin. his second contract. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah what a, he's twenty. He's twenty three. So I think it's yeah. Yeah. So that guy played his entire rookie contract and saw how many games in the NHL. He was drafted in the first round, boys. First round. First half of the first. We round. Don't, we don't need to go over that draft. Yeah, again. no, please don't. I will legitimately lose it. I will. But I mean, who knows? He's good. I mean, these guys could play. So who you knows? Know. Who knows? Yeah, and that knows. I, I knows. I <laughs> but even if we get like one or two from that, like if you know Stud ends up being the truth, and then let's say Bakanin, I'm saying his name wrong. Fine, um, Bakaninen. I'm never gonna get it. Um, <laughs> ends up like you know crushing it. Like that's a win. <laughs> I, I nailed it right on the head. Too many vowels. He's played two games with the Bruins. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> hey, you want you want another kicker? <sighs> He was the thirteenth pick. He was the first one on the deal. <clears throat> the first one. Thir- the first 13, 14, one out 15. of the three. Hey, yep. Waba, who was taking sixteen in that draft? Bruins had thirteen, fourteen, Obviously. fifteen. Who was taking sixteen? Quinn Hughes. Matt Barzel. I didn't know that. I just figured I'd say something that sounded smart. Matt Barzel. <laughs> do you know what he did this year? I don't even know right year. Um, took, what did he do? He took the New York Islanders. Pretty much by himself. <laughs> to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, but is, is he from uh, is he from Massachusetts? No, but neither is Zaboro. Why don't we? Then we don't want him. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Eichel. Give me. Pretty sure Zaboro's from the Czech. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. He's. Uh... What are you talking about? That's a nice like. I don't know. Him, Char, and Crazy. Chelmsford name. Yes, yeah, Zaboro. Right? Yeah, Zaboro, Vakaninen. Good, good, wholesome Boston guys. Zaboro <laughs> and Vakaninen. Um, but it, 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 from anyway. the Irish side. <laughs> <laughs> Catch them down in the north end. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you actually would drinking with pasta not catching yeah, COVID. Probably, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, good point. Good point. Uh, no, the the so the off season, I guess it is what it is. We never even we didn't even touch on this. Are any of you? What are your feelings on Tampa Bay winning the Stanley Cup? Like we're going way back now to when they actually played hockey. Like, did it? I know I said you, didn't, you you said you watched it, you didn't. Congratulations, to Tampa Bay Lightning! You won a Stanley Cup during a COVID year, but you won the Stanley Cup. No, I completely. I, I, I out of all the sports hockey, I actually think is like is is legitimate because it's it's the hardest trophy to win, regardless. And they played the whole playoffs. It's not like they played half the playoffs and then came back. Um, but it was a perfect storm. They were able to get healthy, blah, 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 blah. Any thoughts on them winning the Stanley Cup? Tampa Bay has taken way too much from us. Um, I hate Maroon. Low-key, low-key. Tampa Bay's kind of legit right now. I dislike that. They're what we should be. Um, or what we were. I just... I, they have a good team. Like, I, I, I just... There's an alternate reality somewhere where everything's fine and I don't have to live in a bunker where the Bruins are, like, the only healthy team, and Tampa, well, they didn't have Stamkos, but, like, they didn't have, like, you know, we're just the best going into it, and we just trample everybody. But yeah, they don't, yeah, they don't have, need Stamkos. And yeah, but I mean, me to say go figure, they, they wouldn't be without Stamkos. They don't need Stamkos. Braden Point, oh, oh my they're, god, They're a good team. Lights out this year. Oh, my God. Watching that dude play hockey is, is, is something. Is, oh, my God, he's incredible. They don't need Stamkos. Now, if he wasn't the captain, they'd probably trade him. I don't think they will, but they don't even need him. I mean, I think they deserved it. Like, at the end of the day, like, as much as I'm, like, giving them, you know, crap, it's – they're a great team, and they've got really good players. I don't like Maroon, but I think they deserved it. And, I mean, they showed it. They trampled a bunch of good teams, and I'm not just saying that because they beat the Bruins. Yeah, I don't think the Bruins were that good, but that's that's not the point. But the the – the nice thing for Tampa Bay is that they finally did it. Like they've oh they've had the talent for the last what three three years or so, and they just came they came up short. They get they get swept in the first round. You thought they were going to be that team. They have like the best regular season ever, and they get swept in the first round. You, you know the year before that, I'm pretty sure they were right at the top of the Eastern Conference. If they didn't, they might have even won the President's Trophy then. I don't even know. But no, I think it was. Eh, it doesn't matter. But. They just—it almost seemed like they were going to be that team that just was stupid talented and just never won. That like that's like the '07 Patriots, undefeated season, losing the Super Bowl. Like they like it felt like they were going to be like that team, and and it's nice that they weren't, and they ended up coming through and and winning. Now I'm over it. I'm over Tampa Bay. Like it's time for someone else. To, oh, I, to, I didn't even do, yeah, and I'm I didn't even it. feel pain after that series. I was like, oh, that sucks. Like it was just weird. I've kind of been bent more when the Bruins lose, but I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's it it good for them. Good for them that they they're not going to be one of those. They're not going to be the Bills going to four straight going to four straight Super Bowls and losing all four. Like good for them that they're not going to be one of those teams. Um, is there anything? I don't want to say is there anything Bruins related that we that we want to touch on that we haven't yet? Because I kind of want to move on to like status of the NHL as a whole and thoughts on that. But is there anything else on the Bruins that we overlooked? Didn't think of. Uh, Pasta and Mashi are going to start the season on the IR. Why is that? They both had surgery right after the. Uh... Well, how do you, well? <laughs> how do you know that? What I'm saying uh, is, what I'm saying well, is, we can. That will, this, that's a great transition into what yeah. the new season is yeah. going to be. Perfect, excellent, <laughs> way to go, professional right there. Guy drops two f bombs and totally <laughs> redeems himself. 
<laughs> uh, you know what? You guys kept me in this bunker for long, way too long. I need to get my hockey talk in. I blame Waba. It's Waba's fault. <laughs> he's got. He's the one with the kid. Blame the one with the kid. It's Waba's fault. I was Waba. two minutes late. Now I, I apparently I'm the worst. <laughs> uh, we won't talk about the fact that I just forgot for two straight weeks. But we 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 won't talk about that. It's his fault. Anyway. When is the new season going to start? Because I thought it was going to be December 1st, and now we're three weeks away from that, and there's still no talks. Then I thought it was going to be January 1st, and the Winter Classic got canceled. And what is going on with the NHL? So right before we came on, I was reading an article saying that um, – so the, I guess the, the goal is still the beginning of January. Apparently, what I heard is the AHL is supposed to be starting in December. I don't know how the AHL starts before the NHL, if that makes any sort of sense. I uh, actually don't. I actually don't know if that. I don't. I don't have any idea if that's true. Would, I mean, it would make sense because they don't fly, right? Like they could. They could. They like. They like inadvertently quarantine themselves because they got to take buses everywhere, don't they? Right. So yeah, yeah, they do. So, um, anyway, go ahead. Anyways. So what I, what I was just kind of reading briefly is that they're not going to do a bubble like they did for this previous season for, for the playoffs. Um, they're going to – what seems like is they're going to realign the divisions. So you're going to kind of have like a northeast division, kind of like a, Cana- a Canada division. A Canada. A Canada division. <laughs> Um, like a southern division and then like a western division. It's like so you have hub uh, cities or are they all gonna just travel by train? What it was so what, what it's they're gonna what I was reading is um, there's an article literally just went on the NHL network literally right before we started this. Um, so I didn't get too in depth with it, but the brief I got on it was that they're gonna play in their own arenas and fans would be based on that city's protocol. Kind of like, like how the NFL is doing. Yeah. Um, so that's – but it is going to be a reduced season. And that's kind of like as much gist I got out of it. So the start date, they don't have an exact start date yet. But I think they want to start training camp like mid-December is what I'm kind of gathering. I still think New Year's Day would be the perfect – I mean, I, I understand. Like, if, if you're just going to do – Here's the thing. If you're just going to do it, you're just going to go for it. Like, you're just going to say, who cares? Like, not who cares, because that's not what they're doing. But you're going to say, we'll play without fans. We'll do this. We'll do that. We'll travel from city to city, realign the divisions. It really shouldn't take that long for them to figure out a schedule and all that kind of stuff. It, it really shouldn't. And to me, you have to target. You still have to target New Year's Day. Like, that That should be your absolute latest that you start. Get these guys and get these guys back in. Get these guys. Get. The, I mean, it's not like none of them have been skating. Like, let's not let's not act like they haven't been skating. But you know, get them get get them get them get them onto the training facilities. Get them practicing together. Get them get them going. And you know, maybe a couple preseason games, and then January one. You don't need to play outside. I mean, it might no. help COVID. Might help COVID. <laughs> but as long as it's not at night here in Massachusetts. What they need to do is like a. Uh... Uh, like kind of like the NBA does on Christmas, but do it on New Year's Day. Have yeah. like games like all day long. Yeah, exactly. One o'clock, four o'clock, seven o'clock, ten o'clock game. They did Boom. it for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that that worked out well. 
<laughs> Bruins played at 11 a.m. That worked out great. I love how he just get he just like this this guy just up and leaves and says, you know what? I put my time. He in. said his take. He dropped the mic. I put my time in. I'm just gonna walk away. I think he can still hear us too, and that's the best part. But oh, just, you head, know, he puts his, he puts his he puts his oh oh he gets himself a new beer. He uh he, he says what he's got to say, and then he's like, you know what? I don't even care anymore. I'm not even gonna listen to these two idiots. I'm just gonna I mean, say if, what I want. Oh, I'm, so, I'm still if listening. I, if, to I two two up, if I had to put up with us, I'd get around to drink too. I don't <laughs> um, like I I just I, January first got to be the target. Oh yeah, big country koozie. You got to you got to you got to target, and, and 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 if you start getting into February, and 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 now you're you're really shortening your season because you play February, March, April, May, May, June. So you might play forty games. You might might play forty games. They'll probably gonna, extend the season. You gotta have to guess. See, I'd I'd prefer I'd prefer the NBA and the NHL don't extend their season and they play. They play. They get back to regular. So your finals will be in June, because then it resets for the next season. If you keep putting off and pushing off, pushing off, pushing off, you're just gonna keep delaying the next season, which is not unless your goal is to get away from the NBA, which yeah, I think we all know how I feel about that. I've said it before. That's probably the best thing. Start in January. Start in January. That'd be fine. With I me. like a shorter season. Imagine how like the playoffs would be so intense because the players are still fresh. You don't have to go through the grind of a whole season. I mean, I don't have a issue with like a normal season, but like right now you're in a unique position to be like, let's just get it done. Let's play our games. Let's do whatever new format we're doing. And then just let people run, you know, run at each other in the playoffs, and it's going to be like super intense, right? Um, especially after there was so much uncertainty and lag time and things like that. It'll be a great way to like energize the fans who, you know, might be not like us, but like might be on the cusp. Even if they want to start in early January, they have to be reporting soon because you have to get skates and you have to get a training camp of sorts, play some sort of preseason, even if it's inner squad. But a lot of places, especially here, you still have to quarantine for two weeks, don't you? If you come from out of state, you come from out of country, you still have to quarantine for two weeks. So. Even now, you're talking Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's two weeks from Thursday. Yeah, two weeks from yeah, two weeks. Two weeks Thursday. from Thursday. And today, today's Tuesday. And you know, when this releases, it'll be Wednesday. But so two weeks from tomorrow. And and then you're right there. You know, you have what three weeks? To, three weeks to warm up. A week for some some scrimmage games. January one. All of a sudden, we're at, <laughs> we're at Christmas. January one. We're there. We're there. We're early January. Like they need to come up with something quick to get these guys one into their hometowns. If they're not already there, I'm sure not everybody's here. Not even just here. I'm, everyone's not in their home where they're gonna play. Certainly not. They gotta figure it out fast if they want to be able to play even a half a season. At this point, I think. Just need craft to get his private jet to shuttle all the the Czech players back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one piece. Um, you know, it was one interesting thing that interesting that I saw. NHL, not NHL directly related, but hockey related, is the CHL. Is it the Q, I want to say? Maybe the O? It's the Q. I know the what you're talking Q, about. The Q. Is it the Q? The yeah. Q is, is returning to play. They're going to they're gonna have somewhat of a regular season. But the kicker, no checking. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. No body contact. So... <laughs> I, I can I, play there. <laughs> I I immediately I, I immediately am like, what the hell's checking have to do with it? Like, arguably, you're just as close, if not closer, when you're sitting on the bench like sardines packed in those benches with twenty with twenty players and well, I guess it wouldn't be twenty players, fifteen players on there. They're all sitting there, hanging out with each other, sweating on each other, spitting on each other. You're taking a face off. 
the ref's hand is legitimately in front of your nose. You can smell his fingers as he's dropping the puck, going going to drop the puck. You're pressed up against the guy when you're taking a face off. Like not the centers, but like the it's two wingers. It's gonna be like NHL threes. They're just gonna start with the puck. It's gonna be like you know half court <laughs> basketball. They're just gonna take it from it's, behind the net. It's pickup hockey. They take the puck out and skate behind the net and wait for the team to set. And it's like okay, play. Like, what is well, checking? What does checking you, have to do with it? If you follow Massachusetts rules, you have to wear your mask while taking a face off. That's true. <laughs> I had to wear my mask on the golf course the other day. Oh my god, is that brutal all day? Did you really? Had the to, whole yeah. time. Mandatory. Yep. Mandatory, six feet apart or not. The guy says, "Oh, we have to." I won't. I won't tell you where. I don't want to get anybody in trouble because I know the police are listening. Is oh, I'm a. I'm. I'm not the police, but you're supposed to wear the mask every for every every shot you're out there. It's like, but buddy, I'm trying to drink beers out here. I'm not gonna have to wear a mask this whole time. I wore it a lot. I wore it a lot, but it's like, I can get into the cart with my buddy sitting next to me here, but I can't tee off in the tee box by myself with no one else near me. Without a mask on, but I can sit right. Like it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Then that's how I feel about body check. Like, how's taking body checking out going to be like going to fix it? Right. Like, what? I I don't understand. So now basketball is going to be more of a contact sport than the queue. To be fair, it's the Frenchies, so they don't they barely check anyway. <laughs> the, the queue, like, and, and and that's like that's a little bit of a jab at, at French Canadians, but also like a legitimate statement. Like like watch a game. It's it like it's Canadian hockey's all skill. They 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 couldn't they don't check normally until like high school. So it's like half these kids are arguably 16, 17 years old. So they're, they probably haven't even fully learned how to check yet. So they just don't really check. But taking it out of the game completely, that's going to change. That's going to change a lot for players. How about big defensemen? Tell Char he can't hit. Tell Brandon Carlo he can't hit. Or the Brandon Carlo of the Q, he can't hit. It's going to affect right. his draft status. It's going to affect his stock, right? That guy can't, that guy, that guy can't hit for the season. Now he's going to learn well, how to replay be, defense. What would be worse? Having no checking or not playing at all and then having to go into the draft. Having no check, uh, having no nothing at all would be worse. Exactly. So I mean, it's, I think it's kind of a compromise to see if it works, and then if for whatever reason they need to pull the plug, it's like, well, at least we tried. It's a bit, but I don't like. I'm not saying it's the best answer, but it's. I just don't. You know. I don't like that. I don't. I don't like that. Like, like, don't change the game itself. You want to change the. You want to change the crowd. You want to change the stadiums. You want to change this. You want to change that. The way they, the locker rooms, like. Okay, but like, the NFL is doing it. Like. COVID's not being transmitted to these NFL players while they're out, while they're out, while they're out groping each other on the fields. It's out while they're groping each other in the in the clubs and the restaurants <laughs> after the game. It's not while they're in the trenches fighting off. It, like, I mean, it, that's that's that's. I mean, I'm not saying that's not how it's transmitted, but but you know, like, like Cam Newton had Cam Newton got COVID. He was very close with the other quarterbacks and the offensive line on the field, and none of them got COVID. So like, it's it's clearly that's not. That's that's not how it works, and just eliminating a portion of a of the game. Like imagine football, guys, no blocking. You're allowed to play, but no blocking. Basketball, like how the how the Giants play. Basketball, you're allowed to play, <laughs> but no defense. Oh, oh no, wait, that that's just basketball. You're, bad example. Like baseball, you're allowed to play. But you have to use ghost runners. Like, don't change the game. Like, like keep the game the same. If you if you have checking in the game, check in the game. It changes the game. It's, that's that's too far for me personally. Personal. I'm just right. glad the Voltage always get to play. That's all I care about. The, the, the Drummondville. Yeah, Drummondville. That's. I mean, great that they're going to get back into action and play. But I hate the fact that they're going to change the game. I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. You just don't like change. 
but I figured out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't know if that's necessarily true, but maybe it could be. I hate everything. Just <laughs> you heard it here first. I hate. I just. I no. I I I mean. Ryan, you you you've played like that changes the game. Like it, you you, it's just it's just it's. Oh, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to play. I would literally I would not love be able it. to play. Being a small skill, well, it used to be a small skinny skill guy. I l- would love it, love it. I'd thrive in that environment. But it's not real hockey. It's not real hockey. It's no. part of the game. Don't change it. Don't change it because you're still gonna be close to each other you're still gonna be bumping and grinding on each other you're still gonna be battling in front of the net you're gonna tell me that the guys aren't gonna aren't gonna tie up in front of the net it's gonna happen you're gonna be just no, as it's, close. Gonna be, it's gonna be you're more gonna... grappling yeah exactly 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 you don't want you don't want to check never mind i'm not gonna say it <laughs> watch peewee hockey squirt hockey uh, watch women's hockey like just just don't like just, just don't change the game like this is brutal brutal Brutal. At least we get something. Something's better than that. Oh, yeah. How many QMJHL games are you watching up there? Well, you don't even watch the Stanley Cup, but you're going to watch the Q play? Give me a break. It's got Joe Valeno, former <laughs> Baltimore <Baltimore> legend. <laughs> he only knows that because of Hot Cup. I use, I use your kid in NHL 21. I'm, like, legitimately, like, I follow their Twitter. It's all in French. So, like, I don't know what they're saying, but I'm all for it. Yep. yep no, that makes sense. Yeah, that, that seems like it's right up your alley. I also, you know, if they're tweeting in English, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. Read it well, anyway. <laughs> anyway, the I I I think that that's like it felt like there's so much so much stuff, so much hockey news, so much stuff that we just didn't have, and like, did we miss anything? Did we cover it all? I mean, we missed something, but I I, I feel we? like it's gonna trickle in because I feel like our off season isn't over. We still have like DeBrusque outstanding. We've still got Chara, um, you know, like. Big Country said we still got like the uh, you know the news for the surgeries. Hopefully that works at the beginning of the season. So even though like maybe Mike Hoffman, who you know who knows. So I, I think there's more in store for the Bruins, and there's not. God help us, because next season would would be very challenging. I think the Bruins will treat this season kind of like the Patriots, where they can't. They they don't. They're on the same not in the same boat. It's like kind of like the Patriots are treating their season. It's kind of just like whatever. Is what it is. Shortened season. Well, they're not in a shortened season, but not a not a complete season. Guys opted out, and you know they're they're kind of resetting. You think the you think that that the Bruins are kind of doing that because they're going to be in probably a better financial situation next year, and definitely the year after, I believe. How can you with this group? Right. Uh, yeah. That's That's the thing. The core. The Bergerons, the Marchands, the Pasternaks, Krejci's. Well, I think Krejci's off the books next year. Yes, Krejci and Tuka are both off the books next year. Two of the best, two of the best to ever do it, right there, coming off the books. It's gonna be a sad day. It's gonna be a they'll lot probably, of cap space. They'll, open. they'll probably just, they'll probably just give all of that money to Matt Grizzlick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm just feeling more like optimistic, but I, I don't mind this Bruins lineup as it is. It's not the worst. I know we're kind of ragging on it, um, but like it really, like it's definitely not the worst that we could have. It's not great. It's not great. I just it's look at not... it like the quote-unquote perfection line is going to be a year older. The Krejci's going to be a year older, and I mean, their 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 offense should be fine. I'm a little sus. The de- defense a little sus, but that's. I, I mean, I feel like that's how it is going into every season, though. 
is you feel like the defense is like what's your like your what's your third pair of D gonna look like? What's your second what's your left side gonna look like? What's your left side gonna look like right now? As of right now, season starts today. You don't have Zidane Chara. We only have two. What's your left side look like? You know. McAvoy uh, switching over? McAvoy no, just playing, double shift playing both sides? Yeah. You know, John Moore? John Moore's your third line defender? Matt Grizzlick, uh, we'll number one? Steven Camper, who's 32, still in. No, Vakaninen. Vakaninen's your third D. Vaka, so you have Vakaninen, John Moore. No, Vakaninen, and yeah, Grizzlick. Oh, oh, no, no, Tory Krug's in St. Louis. Uh, Grizzlick? Yeah. Vakaninen, Grizzlick, and you'll probably have either Clifton or Luzon play switch over. Yeah, that's that's brutal. That's brutal. It's brutal. I know. Char doesn't really necessarily make that that much better, but it, uh, it but he does. Oh, yeah. oh but he yeah. does. So also, I mean, shout out Greg McKegg, who we forgot about. Greg McKegg, with the good name, it's going to sell a lot of jerseys. So McKegg, you know, shout out, good old Irish boy. Shout out McKegg. No, we got him from I think Colorado. I think we got him in free agency or something. What they, what they pay him like four and a half? No, it's only guy. yeah seven hundred. Wow, he must have ran out of Krug money. Spent it all on uh, Grizzlick and uh, Dad and the Bull Gang there. Got him some new shovels and brand new. Played on the Rangers last year. Clean the ice. Greg McKegg's not. He's a he's a he's a freaking Joachim Nordstrom. He's a he's a freaking what, what's the yeah, the center be, that Waba loves? Be in like, the AHL. Par Lindholm. Par Lindholm. Like that. Like that's like it's, it's a random European dude that nobody. Well, McKegg isn't European, but it's a random European dude playing on the fourth line, grinding it out. Probably gets sent down about six times. Might even watch from the balcony. Healthy scratch. Him, him and um, Richie will be if in stud, the HL together. If, if stud, oh my god, that'd be amazing. If Stud Nika is not on this team, I will lose it. Lose it. If he's not your third, third or could be your third line C right there, boys. Jack Studnika. I hope so. Could be. I would, Charlie, I would Charlie love Coyle. that. Charlie Coyle. But I guess he, he, he could be. But Coyle could always play the wing. He could That's always right. move Versatility. Versatility and from Weymouth. Woo! East, <laughs> East Weymouth. Get it right. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Score goals. That's what I care about. Get exactly. dubs. Catch these dubs. That's what I care about. Anyway, do we miss anything? Do you guys want to talk about anything else before we before we uh, self-promote and then and then take off? I do not. I got to bring up Greg McKegg. I'm good. Bruins-wise, no. Bruins what? You said Bruins-wise. NHL-wise, no. life-wise. What do you, what do you got I mean, for me? NHL-wise, freaking, I, I think every goalie moved this offseason. Wabo alluded to that earlier. Did you see uh, Henrik Lundqvist pass pads? They're oh. nice. Those oh. are nice. Those are slick. Oh. Well, speaking oh, of Lundqvist, my. Lundqvist is now in Washington. No longer yep. New York Ranger. Correct. Braden Holby is on the Canucks. Correct. Markstrom went to the Flames. Correct. Uh, Talbot went to Minnesota. Um, Don't know. Do, doing all this off the top of my head. Dubnik's um, changed too, right? Dubnik went, went to the Sharks, right? To the Sharks, yeah. Matt and Jones. Um. Edmonton didn't get anyone. Who the Flames get? Markstrom. Flames got Markstrom. Yeah. So there was a lot of moving goaltenders up in that uh, that Northwest. No, it's, I mean it's it it it's good. I mean the Flames might actually get themselves a goalie for once, and who knows they might actually do some damage because that's a damn good team that just gets crap for goalie. Vancouver, another one. 
yeah. Marc Andre Fleury move because I know that they re-signed Laner. Talk about a no. talk about a feel good. Talk about a story. <laughs> talk about a story. Robin Laner. I'm not going to go into it here, but it involves drugs and depression and suicidal slot thoughts. And now this dude is he was bad. in Buffalo. <laughs> It's the prequel to the Taylor Hall story. Yeah, right. <laughs> Why do you think Taylor Hall signed one year? In and out. <laughs> it's the, the Jeff Skinner story. No, the the, the Robin Lanner. Great, great story. If if you ever have some free time, and you don't know what to Google in your bunker, Waba. Look up the Robin Lanner story. It's a it's a good. It's L E H N E R. Just in case you were wondering. Uh, great story. Gr- hell of a goalie. Beat beat Mark Andre Fleury out for his job. Did Fleury go anywhere? I, I got off track. Fleury still to... in uh, Vegas. Vegas is gonna be good, man. Vegas is gonna be good. Leonard well, also had some a procedure done, so he's gonna miss the beginning of the season. So who? Robin Leonard. Oh, that's all sure right. Fleury can't wait to step in and. It's gonna be awkward. Flurry's a good no. a good goalie too. Like that's the thing. I mean, he's, he's I'm not saying he's now. not good, but you see that stuff with his agent with the sword in the back. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure he fired his agent after he did. that. He did. He's gone. <laughs> Dunzo represents himself now. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, Duclair. Now that's a play the Bruins should go after is Duclair. Oh yeah, yeah. Anthony Duclair, left-handed shot. It's, uh, representing himself, which doesn't seem like he's doing a good he's, job. He's not a businessman. He's a businessman. Comma man. <laughs> but yeah, the goal the goaltending the goaltending roulette, is that the right term? Yeah. The goaltending, the goaltending uh it was fun to watch and I'm a little upset the Bruins didn't get in on it and I also feel like my take of Tukaras played his last game in Boston is wrong because uh, it looks like he will actually play again this season. But it was fun to watch. The, the, the carousel, the goalie yep. carousel, not roulette, yep. the carousel, uh, was fun to watch, and also opened up a lot of a lot of doors for young guys like Washington, giving way. I mean, Lundqvist is there, but I don't, I don't know if he's. I mean, they've got Ilya Samsonov, so I think he's going to be a legit goalie. And Igor Shishkinin, yep, Shishkinin. In New York now, and they've got another really young goaltender that's also pretty damn good. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Georgiev. Georgiev, yep. Igor, Igor, right? Are they both no, Igor? No, Igor Shishkin. Shishkin. something like that. Um, two young goalies there, so it, it, it it's going to be the goalies around like the goalies around the league. I think are going to be interesting to watch, and and specifically Vegas, what happens with yep. Lundqvist, and how. Uh, what's his nuts? Does out in Calgary. Markstrom does out in Calgary. I think the Colorado Avalanche will win the Stanley Cup next year. You heard early, it here first. Early prediction. Holy. Hot take. Do they? They. That team looks scary. Yeah, they're good. They were good this year. How'd that work out? Uh, they got hurt. They need. They got. Yeah, their goaltending fell apart. I mean, you also got to hope Nathan McKinnon didn't have a career year, which I'm not. I'm not saying he did. I'm not saying he did. I'm not saying he's a one-hit wonder at all. But you got to hope that it wasn't a, you know, a one-hit wonder, right? Because he was. I mean, he's a really, really, really good player. But he was next level this year. He was. He was arguably the best player in the league this year. I mean, so. just look at this roster. It's just. It's. 
Yeah, they're they're they're. It looks like Wob is hot team. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they at least win a game though. (laughs) Still haven't beat me. No, we'll we'll change that soon enough. All right, since since you're talking about yourselves now, uh, why don't you why don't you both promote yourselves before we go? Big country. Oh, all right. Let's go. Let's go. Big country. Let's let the better. Let's let the better player go first. So it doesn't take much. You can find me on. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. You find me at twitch.tv bigcountry7914. You can also find me over on YouTube. I've been putting out a ton of YouTube content, NHL 21 wise. Props on how to level up quickly. I've been grinding the Pro-Am because I'm level 20 on Xbox, but Prestige 1 level whatever on PlayStation, I just never play Xbox. So I'm the, get, I'm the opposite. I'm like a full Prestige above my PlayStation player. Yeah, yeah. I'm the um, exact opposite. I'm playing League yeah, games. League games with everybody. Seven, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Big Country 7914 on YouTube. Uh, this week's video, we actually have a special guest on there, so go check that out. Is it Wobba? Then... It's not Waba. Uh, he said special. Cross promotion. <laughs> uh, then Twitter, Big Country Seven Nine One Four as well. And then to, over to my uh, my loser. I mean partner Waba here. <laughs> uh, this is why I was late. Um, no, you can find me at uh, Twitch.tv/WabaPlays. Um, you can find me also on Twitter. On Twitter, if you're on Xbox, you want to follow me on Twitter. Uh, I'm not gonna. It's a big market tease. So uh, check that out. Also, um, you can find me on YouTube where I'm going to hopefully be posting via pro video soon. I actually have somebody uh, from Sweden. Uh, he goes by Drunken Loops, a.k.a. Loaf. He's going to help me edit. So if you think my videos are bungus, there's going to be somebody who actually knows what he's doing uh, editing these videos. So uh, it'll be better uh, than what I do. So, uh, yeah. And also, um, is this going to go live before Friday? Yes, it'll be live tomorrow. tomorrow morning. Oh, look at that. Uh, so if you like uh, horror streams, I'm going to be streaming Layers of Fear on Friday uh, with spooky alerts and also I have a heart rate monitor. So if you want to see me actually physically like freak out, uh, that's it, 8.30. Uh, Friday the 13th, didn't mean for that to happen. That sucks. I'm going to get cursed. Uh, I'll see you there. <laughs> you can also find sports-related stuff at uh, bostonsportssyndicate.com for all of our content. Um, also, you, if you are listening to this right now, you know where to find the podcast. But you also can find us on Twitter, Instagram, at Boston Sports SYN. You can get some shirts, um, hats, beanies for the winter, sweatshirts. Uh, nobody can see. Nobody can see your merch. Thankfully. Don't dry it. Thankfully, <laughs> <laughs> um, that is that link will be on our is also on our website. There's a uh, button there that says store. It'll take you to a Teespring site. Um, and we appreciate all of the support there. What else we got, boys? I think I've, it's been so long since I've had to do that. I don't, I don't even know well, if I got it all. SeatGeek isn't happening right now, so That's correct. SeatGeek has indefinitely. Actually, suspended. if you're if you're not from Boston, you might be able to use it, right? No, they indefinitely suspended all partner codes. Oh. Yikes! Yep. yep, rip. It's been it's been that way for a long time, long time since like March. Uh, follow up. Uh, us on Twitter, we black gold. <laughs> some of our ridiculous takes, I guess. <laughs> we're, we're digging deep now. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, so yeah, I think that I think that's pretty much it. But basically, the main thing is bostonsportsyndicate.com. You'll find anything and everything you need to from there. You, YouTube series are coming. Series, series, 
YouTube series coming soon uh, featuring James, who has been relieved of it, not relieved of his duties, has changed his duties from, from podcast hosting to YouTube series hosting. Um, so I am looking forward to it. I've been hearing about how um, elaborate he's going to get into it, how much he's looking forward to it. So hopefully his first episode comes out soon. Also, also, Masters Week. We didn't even talk about that, but Masters Week. So there's some there's some Masters content, I believe, up on the website now, and a new syndicate based logo on the math with the Masters logo coming soon. Go, Robert. Do you know what the Masters is? <laughs> Isn't that like uh, what do they call it? It's like the big, land hockey. It's the biggest tennis <laughs> tournament of the year. <laughs> It's a huge tennis tournament. I, I just saw the confused look. Wait, on did it. you say did you say tennis? Yeah, yeah. I huge. legitimately thought it was golf. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, not joking. This no. isn't like a bit. I legitimately thought it was golf, and no, then you tennis. No, no, it is golf. It it is is golf. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! I was like, am I wrong? So, uh, Waba goes to the Masters. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be a new YouTube. I mean, whatever too. it is, I'm not watching it. So, <laughs> all right. Anyways, I appreciate everybody listening. Thank you guys for joining me, putting up with us. Let's do this uh, quicker next time, maybe a month or so. We'll see you boys. Um, maybe even sooner. Big market tease. Yeah. Happy Veterans Day to all the veterans out there. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>